Father God, we thank you. We give you praise, Lord, for this second day of fasting and prayer, the season of prayer that we're in. We ask, Father God, that you take over this night in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You may have your seat. Why do you always look confused? Doctor, are we recording? Wow. I have generals from elite here tonight. Yeah. Come on. Can we give them a round of applause? Pastor Genevieve. Pastor Crystal. Pastor Nikki. Amazing. I wish I could do, um, what's it called? Anchoring. I wish I could anchor like Pastor Nikki. That's anchoring goals, right? That's anchoring goals. Of course, we have Pastor Gifty with us. Always amazing to have Pastor Gifty. Amen. Okay, so we're going to go into our leadership class just to set the atmosphere for tonight. Um, this is our second day of fasting and prayer. I believe Brixton is here. Yeah, we have Brixton. I believe Eastside should be here. Eastside! RBG should be here. RBG! Wow, they made it. <laughs> they made it tonight. Welcome to Pulse Central. Can I have as many people have their seat, please? Many people have their seat. I'm just thinking about the seating layout tonight and how that's going to work. And you know, typically what we've been speaking about in our leadership class has been nation building. We've been speaking about nation building, but I believe that we've taken a turn from nation building and as a nation, we're getting into something else now. And our leadership classes will now be titled Revival and Revolution. Yeah. Evangelist Faye, can, is there something you can do about the temperature of this room? Pastor Nikki. You know, usually we're in nursery, nursery class. I hope you like the new venue, Ma. You know, you used to abuse me before. <laughs> How can it P.O. be in classroom for babies? <laughs> Revival and revolution. And, and I set the homework as research on Napoleon. I don't know how many people got into the homework. Huh? Yeah, I know you would, Curtis. Anybody else? Why are no hands going up? Abby. I know you wouldn't. No one else. So, you see, what I thought would be during the fasting, you should be sharper. Isn't it? Not that you should be dull. We set homework and no one's hand is going up. What's going on? Shut it. 
Did you do the homework? So why didn't you put your hand up? Huh? You're afraid. Doctor, where's the second mic? This is your assistant, man. Are you ready? So who did the homework? Oh, I'm just going to pick people out. Huh? Wow. Fasting and prayer. So who fasted today? Did you actually fast today? How many people have been fasting? Raise your hand up. Ray, you didn't fast. Pastor Connor. Okay, how many people have broken their fast? You see how quick you are to break your fast, yeah? Because as soon as it strikes six, you break your fast. What did you break your fast with? Huh? Word and prayer. <laughs> Okay, so we're going to speak about revival and revolution. And typically when I spoke about this before, I mentioned to you that it's the same spirit that causes revolution, that causes revival. It's just that it's known as revival in the church, but it's called revolution in the world. And when that spirit of revival comes, because it's actually a spirit of a time, is the spirit of a time that looks for bodies in order to act out a picture that God has spoken ahead of time. So if there are a group of people that need to act out the London riots, it couldn't matter less if they were black, Hispanic or white, but that spirit needs bodies in order to portray the story in time written about the riot. Are you with me? I'm just saying that, and at the moment, we know that our community units now have taken the shape of what we would say churches. Is everybody up to date? But this is not how we started. If you have an elite, you have an Islinton that starts off in a young lady's house. The last thing she thought would happen to her life is that she would be a pastor. I'm very much sure that she did not go about life saying, this is my dream, is to be a pastor. And if there's a tall hill that begins in a young lady's house, I believe she's not saying that at some point, someday, I will lead a church. And it's so funny how God builds, because God will build something, and the route God takes to establish something he has spoken is usually the route you don't expect. So it's a fellowship in Islington or it's a fellowship in Tulsa Hill and then when their number begins to grow because that spirit of revival as that time is coming closer as that time comes closer and that spirit begins to inhabit more bodies and more numbers are added to that movement, it begins to grow and then after a fellowship, which could be two or three people, after a fellowship it becomes a community unit. When we became a community unit, the first course of action was that every unit 
should engage with the community. Do you remember? And we all began to set up departments, funding department, this department, departments that made sure that we had an interaction between ourselves and the society. Because it wouldn't be a community unit if the MPs did not know where you were. The church before us existed without even the local police knowing where they were. That, that was how church looked. Community unit where we began to send out those who we said this one is called for politics. Let's send her out. And it may have looked like a meaningless exercise to you. But when we began to appoint people as our representatives between ourselves and the society, what exactly was God doing in that period? We became community units and we were hosting all sorts of individuals outside of the church. We had the social media come on us and say, hey, these guys are not a church because the conservative party is doing church with them. It looked unorth it was completely unorthodox. When a church begins to invite its local MP to hold service with them. And guess what? The MP is not coming because he's going to speak about God. He's going to speak about the community. So we existed as community units for a while and our, our form as a community unit allowed us to find the lost sons in grounds where churches had already been. There are churches in East London. Do you know that? There are churches in Islington. There are churches in Croydon. But what would it be that a church will miss out on someone who is now a pastor Stephen? What happened to the church before that it missed out on souls that looked like that? Because they never went through the route of building the Lord took us through when we became community units. I'm telling you that revival is not something you can predict because in its future look, it does not look like the present. You know, for a long time we've been saying spat nation, spat nation, spat nation. And when we scream spat nation, we always say awu, 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 spat nation. But every nation has a city. Every nation has towns. Every nation has boroughs. And as the Lord began to pull one by one a man or a woman out of an area, you start a fellowship. You start a community unit. We did not know where the Lord was heading because the Lord does not establish churches. The Lord establishes cities. I don't know the last time you saw Christ start a church. But I do know that he preached about a city on a hill. Are you with me, Central? I'm just saying that 
where does this all end? Revival and revolution. If we are going to be now a church, where does this state end? Where does this form end? Elite is a city. Connect is a city. Pulse is a city. It just so happens to be that we were already at a city called the city of David yesterday. Because a nation must have an economy working within it. Are you with me, Central? I believe I'm speaking to leaders, right? So I don't need to dumb anything down. I can just speak freely. You know, it's no longer surprising why a connect would have a recruitment department. Why? Every city is known for something. If you were to come to London and you weren't speaking finance, you need to go elsewhere. Those who are creatives would rather exist in America. I don't know what city in America, but I do know it's definitely not here. I'm just saying that in every one of those families and their families now, but what the Lord was doing in the beginning was that every family established a city and then established its own nation. Abraham's children first became a city before they became Israel. And so what God is doing now is if he is to displace the cities of the world, he must first establish his own cities within their cities. The first part of revolution is that revolution comes from within. Are you with me, Central? Revolution comes from within. Revolution does not come from outside. If we are to displace London from being London, if we are to displace Enfield from being Enfield, if we are to displace Lambeth from being Lambeth, then the Lord must plant something within Lambeth. If God is to plant something within Lambeth, what would it look like now? Because however it starts, it will always be misconstrued as not being serious because revival always starts off like a mustard seed. For now, we're not important because we don't look like. Are you with me, Central? We're not important now because we don't look like them. But the last I checked, when Moses was sent to displace Egypt, the Lord sent him to displace Egypt with slaves. Oh, you're displacing Egypt with slaves to start their own economy within the Jordan of Egypt. But how would they displace Egypt? By their word. Let's go to Matthew chapter 5. If somebody can read from 
verse 13 to 16. the salt of the earth but if the salt loses its saltness how can it be made salty again if it is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled underfoot you are the light of the world a town built on a hill cannot be hidden neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl instead they put it on its stand and it gives light to everyone in the house in the same way, let your light shine before others, that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. Do not think that I have come to abolish the law or the prophets. I have not come to abolish them, but to fulfill them. Thank you. Just read that 16 again. Yes, sir. In the same way, let your light Sorry, shine. 15. 15. So is it. Okay. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under the bowl instead they do not sorry instead they put it on its stand and it gives light to everyone in the house read 14 for me you are the light of the world a town built on a hill cannot be hidden a town built on a hill cannot be hidden are you with me central a town built on a hill cannot be hidden are you with me yes, sir. you know Jesus preached this message from a hill do you know that Jesus preached this message from a hill but you see what you realize in time was that when Jesus was given that message he was not speaking to them he was speaking to us because in the face of time time would exist in every dimension and in every year at the same time and I did not know until today or until last night that we were with him on that mountain he was seeing other faces but he was seeing a pastor Nikki and he was saying a town built on a hill cannot be hidden are you with me central i'm saying that revival is caused by building a city christ did not come to build a church so he began to speak to them first and say hey if you're gonna do what i'm telling you to do now if you're gonna be the light of the world then you must build your light on 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 top of the hill he's saying that first you must become a town you must become a city When there is more than one light in a room, it is called a city. When Christ stood there with the disciples, he stood there with the leaders that we have now in this house. I want to be able to speak freely, so please allow me. He stood with the leaders of this house. He was not standing there with Peter. He was standing there with Bio. You guys are going to make it difficult for me to talk, you know. You know, when Christ began to say to his mother, he said, my hour has not yet come. 
the beginning we thought that the first thing because what Pastor Toby was saying yesterday was that God himself is time so what happened was when Christ came to earth what did he lose when he became a man what did he lose he lost the element that made him God which was being time So if you've lost the element of being time, the first thing you must do in order for you to call yourself a son of God, you must first create timelessness inside time. So Christ looks at the hour of the clock and he speaks 12 disciples. For every hand of that clock is an hour. And then he says to them, hey, my time has not yet come. When the first translation you hear of that is Christ saying, my hour is not yet here. It is possible for a man to speak to a pastor, Nikki, and say, hey, Ma, it is time for us to do this. But you see, you're not speaking to Nikki. You're speaking to the Nikki inside of Nikki. What she's saying is the one you're speaking to has not yet reached the time to manifest what you're saying. No, no, no. Because later on in time, Christ will eventually turn water to wine. No, the one he did at the wedding was demonstration, is demo. He will eventually turn water into wine in the upper room. Because he said to her, my hour, it is not me to do it. Peter, James, John, they are me. In another time and dimension, they will turn water to wine. Are you hearing what I'm saying, Central? On that day when the Holy Spirit came out, wine broke out, and the people stopped them and say, what are these guys saying? They sound like those who are... They sound like those who are drunk because the wedding in Cana has just happened now. So it is possible for us to live a time out of time because the time is yet to come. Maybe you don't get what I'm saying. I'm saying that Pastor Bio can labor into a place, but in the realm of the Spirit, he's not Bio, he's John. And so in the Word of God, there is something that John labored for that came to pass in the Word. But in that Word, what the Lord was saying to John is, John, your hour has not yet come. There is one called Bio coming after you. When he comes, he is the hour of John. Are you hearing what I'm saying? I'm just saying that when revival hits off, it's nothing new. What we're experiencing now is we're seeing the present form of a future contract. What will it take for a man to purchase his future in the present? Because like our man of God said, it's cheaper. It will cost you less if you can purchase tomorrow now. If I can purchase tomorrow now, because the tomorrow I saw did not look like me. The tomorrow I saw did not look like me, but when it came here now, I did not come to do away with the law. I came to fulfill it. 
because in this book in this book are words that speak about future but the problem is when these words come to the present it's no longer a book it is a person what does time travel look like because in the beginning when scientists see when scientists were speaking to us central they said that man evolved over time they are right man evolved over time but they got the species wrong when God was creating he did not only say let there be light he did not only say let the sun govern the day and let the moon govern the night he was rumbling within himself the unspoken words that God spoke out that in this time is a pastor Stephen because if we travel back what he would look like is just words and mind of the father when revival is taking place when revolution is taking place what you're seeing is you're seeing either groanings complainings you're seeing frustrations from the Lord you're seeing it take form and take image in a person so when they saw him they didn't recognize him because he said listen the one you've been looking for in the future has now come I'm trying to speak, but you guys don't look like you even know what I'm saying. God identifies a time with a man. But he identifies a generation with a city. If there is one light in a room, then the Lord knows what time it is. If there's a Pastor Toby in the room, the Lord knows what time it is. But the job of a pastor Toby is to create other Tobys. If he can create other Tobys and create a city, then the Lord knows a generation has now come. Who was he speaking to on that mountain? Who was he speaking to? I realized that that mountain was a man having a congregation. He was having Hilton Bankside. He was speaking about revival to a group of people that had no idea what revival was. He was speaking about a city, saying, hey, unless you place a light on top of a town, on top of a hill, where will their mind go with these kind of words? Simple words, but God is speaking about 2019. 2,000 years ago, but he's speaking about today. And they're honestly thinking that we get what you're saying. You could have never gotten what I was saying. When revolution takes place, it breaks out within the inside of a town, inside of a nation. It happens because one group of people or one set of people 
believe they have the answer to something and the other group they feel don't and then they begin to tussle each other for power we can never work with the MPs it will never work For now, it's like joke for them, you know. They come, they take pictures, and they go home. And to them, so far, that's all it is. It's just picture taking. It's just to say, hey, we met with that Spat Nation, guys. We met with them. We know what they're about. They have no intention to work because they don't believe what we're saying. They don't believe our message. She may be Minister Jade and she may be running as a candidate for Conservative. But at a point, when there is an elite city, when there is a connect city, when there is a pulse city, when there are more than 10,000 people in a SPAC nation, we can decide and say today we make our own political party and today we make this person our candidate revolution is the same kind of people existing in the same place where they're not wanted you know for Napoleon the guy was not French that's why I told you to research him The guy was Italian. But all it takes is for an Italian to have enough Italians on his side. If I have enough Italians on my side, we will still call your country France, but will be ruled by Italians. I'm not saying I know exactly where this is going, but I'm just saying if there is a United Kingdom, all God is brewing now is this Spat Nation crazy crew to just grow a bit more. I need their number to increase. So it will never shift from evangelism. Evangelism is called recruitment. That's what the world calls recruitment. When your mayors and when your politicians are out there giving out banners for labor, they're evangelizing. But we will evangelize to a point. Well, let me not say that. The first thing Christ had to do to make sure he remains a God in a place of time, to make sure that time is still under his control must have all 12 hours of the day under his control so he picked 12 characters to pour himself into he poured himself into those 12 characters he spent time for three years pouring himself into 12 men pouring himself into 12 men 
so that no matter what happens, there will always be an hour of the day where Christ is taking place. And as he's pouring himself, he's pouring himself and he's filling himself. He didn't, you don't understand that the shadows of those 12 make men make 24. So now you got 12 men filled with Christ. And in the day when the Lord said, oh, I have placed the sun in the sky and it is good. But then there's a shadow cast on the ground for the night. Should the Lord's activity end in the night? No. Is he a man? A pastor Nikki becomes a God when she picks out disciples and begins to pour herself into each one of them and activity of Nikki increases. She may be asleep, but one of them will surely be awake. When that scripture says the Lord neither sleeps nor slumbers. You know, for those who are mathematicians, I don't know what is it about this number 12. is so perfect they said that if you calculate anything in the world if you divide minus subtract anything you want to do with that number it will come back to one number how would I keep my work living past my death if I pick 12 the day one of them left what did they do they had to replace him. We want to speak to leaders and I'm just saying the essence of evangelism and establishing. The goal as Spartan Nation is to evangelize and establish souls. All you're doing is, come on, come on, man. what are you doing? It's a chair, he can sit down. evangelize and establish souls it doesn't matter what body they take because as long as they have a body what it means is that they were once a scripture so Christ said a body you prepared for me the proof that I know that I was sent in this world is that I have a body. It represents a thought that you had in the future. But as time traveled, that thought became flesh. You go to John 1 and it speaks and it says, and then a man came from God. Was it talking about Christ? No. Who was it talking about? So what does that tell you? Word times time equals flesh. If I can spend enough time in this word, over time, I will become God. I'm just speaking to leaders. I don't care what you think about what I said. He said, I found myself in the volumes of the book, meaning that in a space of time, he had to spend time so that that body can be prepared for him. Are you hearing me? 
I'm just saying that the weakness of a pastor Stephen now is that he's had limited interaction with the words that complete his life. There are places in your life you still have not discovered inside the word and so you're living on repeat What does it look like to live on repeat? The same situation happening over and over and over and over again. You've not discovered the word that in time completes your body. Don't let me get into body then because if we're speaking about the body of Christ, then I'm just saying that in order for him to really be complete, because what the UK has now is it has a formless Christ walking that cannot be identified. So you, can, you may be saying the name, but they can't recognize you because your body is incomplete. So that there has to be a spat nation. Are you hearing me? Those who are sent as pastors, evangelists, all the other stuff. You're sent out as those because you must complete a body that is walking on earth. I don't know how he looks. I don't know. Maybe he's only waist high. But unless they see his face. Because if the head is not complete, the nation cannot identify who's speaking to them. I'm, I'm speaking to leaders and I'm just saying that I would love to pray that the volume of our voice be increased but how many of us have yet been wrapped you've been wrapped in what makes man a God in time that thing is called people that's why the greatest commandment is love I don't know what it is about love and evangelism, but if I'm adding more light into my body, what does it take for a man to be filled with light? You think it's to stop fornication? No. There are lights in the world. If I can add their light to myself, I can shine brighter. If I add their light to myself, I shine brighter. So why have the world not been seeing me? I'm too dark. They can't make out the face of Christ. If they can't make out the face of Christ, then who are they seeing? All they are seeing now is a reflection. It's a shadow. Oh, but the Old Testament is supposed to be a shadow. So how many of us still look like Moses when we should be looking like the son of God? There's not enough light in the body. But he gave the call to light. He said, love. If you can love, you can step into a realm of timelessness. Because then you can do activities as Obi, but you don't have to be Obi. You just drag a ray. You pour an OB into a ray. If your operating power was six hours, it just became 12. What does it take for a man to have eternal life? Eternal life is a gift of a heart. 
For God so loved the world. No matter who is born in the world, because he loves them, they will know of him. So you can't, <laughs> you, can't, you can't get rid of God. For as far as there's mankind, there will be God. Do you, do you hear what I'm saying, Central? Why am I speaking like this? I'm just saying that revolution will take us... <laughs> I was sharing a story and I was saying, you know, Amongst the brothers in Spark Nation, there is a code of love. You must celebrate your brother like yourself. You celebrate your brother like yourself. Pastor Obi, our father blessed him with a new watch. Yeah? What, what time is it, sir? <laughs> okay, so there's a way Pastor Toby sets his time. So he set the time for him. I can't believe in the how many years of following pastor. He hasn't set my own watch for me. No wonder. Ah. But we celebrate as if it's been done for me. You can never ever find a story of brothers at war with each other. It, it can never happen. You may be from Elite or Connect. Let me just... I'll tell you now. Let me just tell you. There's no rivalry, elite connect. Myself, Pastor Sam, Pastor Obi, what we do in our hidden place, we laugh. So you guys can be there tearing your hair, tearing your head. Yeah, we'll come out on Sunday, we'll, uh, we'll make it look like we're eating each other. But at the end of the day, we're going to call each other and say, hey, my guy, <laughs> so what's going on, you know? <laughs> the bills are due, but you know, the seed comes first. Revolution and revival. Where can we take our evangelism to? So that we can claim the hearts of the United Kingdom. I just need us to gather as much flesh, as much body, because flesh is still needed. Do you understand? I was sharing on Periscope how oil trading works. I was sharing. In the future, what they do, you can buy 2,030 barrel of oil today. But do you know what it looks like today? It's a piece of paper. It's a piece of paper because it's still in the future. You see when 2021 lands, if you're still holding that piece of paper, guess what it becomes? live barrels of crude delivered to your house just imagine trailer 20 million barrels coming to your house so I never knew that these scriptures are flesh in the future I'm just adding I'm just adding scriptures I'm adding word I'm adding word. That's why I said, and then the word became flesh. It could only become flesh because the time for that word had come. There is a word. When that word came to 2018, 
when that word came in 1980, what year are you born, sir? 1989. Okay. <laughs> when that word comes to 1989, it comes in the flesh of a pastor, Sam. But you see, if you could open that scripture, you would see the man in prison. You would see that man leave prison. You would see that man come to a man of God. You would see him become a pastor. But when he was light, before he came to this earth and he was light, that was the scripture he bought for himself. Unless the city is on the hill. You are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. So many other people trying to find themselves. When they, when they begin to speak saying, I'm trying to find myself, sir. I'm trying to find out what I should be, who I should be. They're speaking about revival. They're speaking about the revival that exists inside them. There's a revival that their, their body has been looking for. Yes, they may, they, may, they may be attracted to that light, but they're attracted to the light of you. They know deep inside that that light is somewhere inside them. You know that your scripture does not say that the, the light of the unbelievers has been switched off. Did you know that? Because that scripture says, the light that lights all men. So why do they come to this city built on the hill? Because they see what it is they're looking for inside themselves. And they're approaching. The city on the hill is Zion. The city of light. When you put one person in a room with right light, he's called Christ. When you put many people in a room with light, it's called Zion. We're just waiting for Zion to burst out within the United Kingdom. And then we're going to keep on placing pressure in the word, in fasting, in prayer. Are you with me, Central? We're going to keep putting pressure in the word, in fasting, in prayer, in soul winning. Because we're waiting for the light of these men to manifest. It says that the world eagerly awaits the manifestation of the sons of God. Let's just rise to our feet. in one prayer point before we begin to worship our Lord said that a body you prepared for me for some of us we don't move like we have the understanding 
that we are a representation of God's word. Sometimes that understanding leaves you. But how bold would you be if you knew that physically you're a representation of a scripture that needs to be fulfilled? How confident would you be? How would you face the lion that comes after your sheep? Because you know, no matter what happens in the story of Crystal, Crystal doesn't lose. She doesn't end bad. Because it is a word of God. I am a word of God to be fulfilled. Christ had to sink himself in this word because he was approaching death and he had to know. He had to know that after death, I will be risen. The only way a man sends himself to the cross is if he knows he's 100% coming out of this. No, no, I need you to understand that. You know he's not going to die like, okay, let me just end my life and finish. The only confidence is that my father is going to be there for me in the end. So he sends himself forward. We're going to take a lot of risk. Risk-taking season has just increased by 10, by 20. Are you hearing me? We're going to see a lot of lions, a lot of lionesses. Because that season has come again. Forget about the exploits of tomorrow. It's gone now. It's gone now because time has come for a word to be made flesh and that word is you. Are you hearing me? I thought that you'd be praying by now. Lord, allow me to move in the understanding of your word.